to Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Check, mic check, waifu, waifu. Montellum, is that you? Montellum, too much. What's happening, Polo? <laughs> this is episode 220 of Mic Check, waifu, waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Patreon. Patreon.com slash Mic Check, waifu, waifu. Listen, before we start this episode and go into the rigmarole of the Patreon and everything we got to talk about today, we like to say a special thanks to. Another new Patreon producer. Another new Patreon producer. No matter how long this Patreon producer list get, we will say every single name, every single episode that you were producing this uh, of the show. Another one. Another one. Thank you so much. Shout out to Justin. I'm not going to say your last name. I don't know if you want us to dox you like that, but Justin, thank you so much for producing this and many other episodes coming up soon of the podcast. We appreciate you. Make sure you guys, uh, uh, you know, Support us on patreon.com slash my check white food. But let's get to the rest of the Patreon supporters. Dre to go G is back. Shout out to Dre to go G. Johnny from Show Go High. Chaotic culture host himself, Ked the Pro. Explicitly, Monique Williams Nachi. Frozen. Ooh. Shanti. Safir, thank you so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. We appreciate you. It's a lot of producers. Again, no matter how long that producer list gets, we're going to say every last one of them. We thank you so much for supporting us. It means the fucking world to us. Couldn't do it without y'all. Thank you so much. Uh, Patreon.com slash MikeCheckWaifuWaifu is where you get early access to the video version of this podcast. You get access to the conversational podcast, The After Story, which just released a new episode recently. Now, this one is about video games because uh, it's been a big video game month for us yeah a very big video game month for us so you got my general thoughts of starfield and tell general thoughts of the pokemon dlc so make sure you guys if you're into gaming at all make sure you go check that out don't worry we got another after story coming up and that might be a little bit more personal you, you never know but it's coming up next week so make sure you guys support us on patreon to get access to that also you get access to all of our exclusive re- single reviews and video essays and conversations and antagonists and all kinds of stuff over at patreon.com slash Mike Tech Wife Wife. We appreciate you for you if you do. Um, also, remember, September 24th, next week, Sunday. Okay, Sunday, September 24th, 1030 CT Central Time. We are doing another Mike Check Live. Mike Check Live 2. This is going to be the 2023 fall anime preview, which includes us picking our sleepers, Making our fall watch lists and uh, sharing your sleepers and sharing your fall watch lists. So come join us at youtube.com slash at Mike Check Waifu Waifu. So you'll be uh, able to tune in live with us and, and participate in the show. 
hopefully I have all the kinks worked out from our uh, first live stream. So it'll be good to go. Everything will be flawless and smooth. I can't wait. It probably won't be, but you know, a man can hey, dream. It don't even matter. <laughs> it don't even matter. So make sure you guys go to youtube.com slash at Mike Check Waifu Waifu and uh, get uh, that notification of when we go live, 1030 CT, right on the dot. We appreciate that. Now, now it's time to get to the anime podcast, which is brought to you every Tuesday at 930 AM CT. We got a lot to talk about today. Um, I think, well, with Saber in the, in the background, if you can see the video version. Um, I think before we get into how you doing and everything like that. No, you know what? Let's get into how you doing. Let's do that first. Let's knock that out first. How you feeling, Tell? Yo, drink some water, bro. First and foremost, because <laughs> you've been talking. Yo, the it's longer that Patreon, the longer that Patreon list get, Polo be like talking. You can tell. I ain't gonna say you can tell because he he ain't one of them dudes. I'm but professional, bro. I'm professional. I feel it now. in my heart. I'm like, yo, I know my bro tongue and mouth is <laughs> a little dry. That's why I be having to throw it so to much, you, man. I'll be I'll be having to I'll be having to go. But go ahead. Yeah, be, I'm, I'm gonna interject every once in a while, just give you a, a second to breathe. But um. <laughs> I've been good, bro. I've been good. Uh, like I said on um, After Story, this next week, I actually have very minimal uh, to do. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm going to actually get to play and hopefully finish Starfield. Let's go. Um, but yeah, bro, I'm I'm solid. I'm good. Um, got got my paperwork back from the VA uh, for, for school and stuff like that. So it's a lot of good stuff coming. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm so excited for what's to come next. Me too. Me too. Uh, but yeah, bro, how how you doing? How you doing? I know it, it ain't been as hot recently as it has been the last month and a half, two months down right. there. Yeah, it's drought season. <laughs> drought season is probably coming. It actually rained for the for the first time since like actually ah, rained. Let's go. Yeah, for the first time since I've been here in Austin. So um yeah, it's 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 getting cooler. It's almost hoodie weather time, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if it'll ever be hoodie weather time in Texas, but at least in February. Oh, yeah, exactly. At least in February, you get some fucking some hoodie weather. Um, man, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, man. It's, it's still games is taking over my life. I have watched a bunch of more stuff. Um, there's one that I uh, watched that I'm about to talk about. That's a uh, that's different for me. It's a it's a shoujo. I'm watching this, another shoujo. It's um. It was one that I wanted to watch. I think it was last season or maybe two seasons ago. I can't remember yeah. when it came, but I picked it up and I was watching it. And I'm like, okay, this is pretty interesting, but it's weird at the same time. Um, I'll, I'll get to that soon. But before we get to that, there was uh, there was some stuff that happened on the social medias. Um, <laughs> we tend to stay out of it, obviously, because that's just what we do. It's there's really no point to speak on it, but I think it's something that we should speak on, even though we haven't really participated in the whole experience yet. Um, and it's the uh, the DreamCon situation. It's, it was all over the timeline the past week, so I figured, hey, why not just say our little two cents? Not that any of you have to care or or even it even matter. Like I said, we haven't even been there yet so so it right. isn't it isn't really much for us to say that that particularly matters but there is something i, I would like to say and, and it is this uh what what DreamCon is doing um it's it's them you know it's they're brand new at this uh there's going to be some issues with it no matter how 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 you spin it uh 
this is a new convention done by somebody who probably has never even done it before who figured who figured it the fuck out and for that i take my half to hat off to him um to be honest I, i literally take my hat off to him for doing um for doing something this massive uh but and and tell's going to speak to it more and he he brought this point up very adequately before we started recording but you know if if it's something that y'all don't like that they're doing it's as simple as they have somewhere where you can give them feedback and if you feel like your feedback isn't being listened to then you don't support just don't open your wallet and we say that all the time for anything if you don't want to if anything isn't worth um isn't making you happy or bringing any positivity to your life it's not necessarily a reason for you to speak up on it on social media and, and bash them or, or send death threats or whatever psychopaths do on the internet with social <laughs> media. There's no reason to do any of that. It's to just speak with your wallet. Just leave your feedback where you can leave your feedback. If you feel like it ain't being heard, close your wallet and move on. The less you talk about it, the less other people know about the situation, then the less people will just even worry about it and they will just speak with their wallet as well. It's just... It's not it's not necessary to go as as deep as some people win. I'm mean, it's not it's not any of our friends thank goodness. A lot of them was upset uh, rightfully so. But mm-hmm. I mean it's again, this is just coming from two people who's never even been before, who never spent the money, who's never flew out to 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 DreamCon. <laughs> and maybe we will go this year. Um we'll see. I don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't, you know, it's I don't. close to the polo, so maybe. Yeah, it is close to me now. Um, at least this year. I don't, I just, you know, I don't really care about those things that much, but it'd be good to get out and just to see our friends, which is what I would really go for because I don't, I'm going to be honest, and it's, I don't really care too much about the, the celebrity, quote unquote, that's involved in it. Like, none of them piques my interest. Like, I was never entertained by any of them. So, <laughs> like the only reason the only reason I would go is to go go to our friends panels like you know exactly. blur, inside the mind of a blur panels or or Blanime Blanime. panels or worst gen or anime after dark like that that'd be the only reason why we would go <laughs> to be honest is to see them not to really see anybody else and for them to make that harder for them to participate does suck but again that's like that's time for us to even figure out a way maybe we do something on our own one day or you know Speak with our wallets and don't show up. Um, right. Tell, I'll throw it to you, brother. How you feel about uh, this? So I actually had no no idea that this was a, a ongoing thing. I thought people complained about it the week after and just moved on. But um, as someone who has not been to DreamCon but has been to other conventions, um, and I understand that what Polo told me before is that they DreamCon up their prices to $100 for the tickets, right, for the weekend. Um, I went to Colossicon and OhioCon when I lived in Ohio. Uh, both those conventions were a minimum of $100 for the weekend. Um, and if you stayed literally just for one day, you paid $100. And that was, that's, to me, I thought that was wild. So why not just get the weekend pass? Um, and that's not to say that like the pricing for DreamCon or anything is wrong. But like, we, like Polo said uh, before, you have to speak with your wallet in a lot of these scenarios. Um, also talk about the organizational parts of it. Um, in terms of organization for this convention, yeah, like Polo said, these are guys who don't have mentors or don't, don't we, we don't know who their mentor is in terms of developing something like DreamCon. Um, so yeah, there's going to be hiccups. And yes, 
as a as a business they should be better especially when it comes to protecting their people making sure everybody feels like they're getting fair treatment or even making sure their panelists are being treated like panelists would be at any other convention because your panelists don't have to be there they could literally take they 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 followers viewership everything anywhere else um but the reality is this um when i went to ohio con and colossal con uh, those conventions, they were still messy at a lot of times. Uh, I remember going, like I told Polo, I remember going to the raves or dance parties for both of them. And they were supposed to be 18 plus. I'm pretty sure not everybody in there was 18 plus. I'm pretty sure, Awful. uh, other stuff that was not supposed to be there was there. Um, and even for like their burlesque show, they had all kind of competitions burlesque shows and stuff like that where there was all kind of accidents and that's gonna happen that's what happens when you get a thousand people to ten thousand people into a, a arena and expecting just nothing to happen uh, that's not a reality you know what i mean there's yeah. too many variables um comic-con i know i have friends who just went to comic-con last year and you know not only did they spend way more on their tickets uh they spent extra on the Dungeon Dungeon Dragons movie trailer, like I told you, and almost didn't even get in. Uh, not because their tickets didn't read, but just because too many people were in there, right. which means that people who were not supposed to be there skipped the line, jumped over, or whatever they did. This is Comic-Con. They tickets sell out in less than a minute, in seconds. Um, one of the largest, the largest convention in the U.S. for like this kind of thing, and, you, and it's not perfectly organized. It's impossible. Um, so I think that there's two different things you can do. Give them some grace until they can get it together in a way that's more professional for what you might deem fit or speak with your wallet and don't go because they, they ha- they're going to get it together regardless. You know what I mean? It's got to keep going and that's what's going to happen. Speak yeah. with your wallet or give them some grace and, and just rock roll with the punches until it's better. Yeah. And, and I know the, the main topic of conversation was the fact that like panelists has to pay for their tickets now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I get the the them being yeah. upset about that because, like Tell said, like if like the panelists are really why most of a lot of like most most of the reason why a lot of people go, and uh, apparently they had issues last year where there were um, there were so many panelists that had like so much more turnout that just they that they couldn't fit it like inside the mind of a blur. They their panel was inside of a small room and they had to turn away what seemed like fifty to a hundred people there. Uh, on the sh- word on the street, um, and that and that sucks, man. And that sucks that you know the panelist who's who's literally bringing your show content has to pay. It does suck, but again, just leave the feedback and 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 if you feel like you're not being heard by any of the the show um, organizers, then speak with your wallet or or start your own shit, you know, or exactly find a venue and you know like you know raise money, find a venue and do 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 what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? It's it's there's other ways if if it's if it's that big of a deal because the way Twitter made it seem like it was that big of a deal. I mean, there was all kinds of spaces and people talking about people talking about other shit. It was just crazy. It was wild. I'm like, I I'm just, you know, as I as I do sitting back in my chair scrolling from afar like, huh. That's interesting. This is a thing. <laughs> this is a thing. Yeah, like we, you, you know, it's not. But again, it's coming from two folks who've never even been, who don't know if it's even worth it or not to go, or if that hundred dollars is even viable. Like we don't know anything. So you could take what we're saying with a complete grain of salt. But I just figured yeah. we, we we throw that in there. And just to be fair, if I'm spending a hundred dollars to go somewhere, um, 
especially like a convention, I feel like I already know what I'm getting myself into and I'm just there for the ride at that point. You know yep. what I mean? As long, yep. as long as I'm alive when I leave, that's all I care about. Yep, yep. I, I want a good experience, but you don't know what you're going to get when you go. So let's be real. That's true. That's true. Um, so we might go. Moral of the story, we might. Uh, I'm not pressing to get, you know, tickets though. I'm not fucking rushing to every drop they have or counting down the days or whatever. I don't really care that much. So, with that being just, said, I just jump the fence. <laughs> right. I'm, I'll probably just show up to the convention center and stand on the outside of the motherfucker and say hi to everybody and then dip. But, <laughs> but, uh, that, uh, you know, this is the, this is my check wife, waifu, where we discuss seasonal anime. This week, <laughs> this week we're gonna be disc- uh, we're gonna be finding the list for you to uh, like shows that we feel like that are must watches. I don't know if we did this this season yet. Um, I don't think we did, but we, I, I think we talked about some that that might be maybe that was the end it? of last season. Yeah, just something like that. But today we're gonna try to give y'all a list of stuff that we think y'all should watch this season. And I'm gonna just keep it real with y'all. It's not a lot. <laughs> Because this season to me, um, the season started off hot, um, then got middle middling in the middle, and then got kind of bad in the end um, so far. Like, uh, there's just still a couple of episodes of things, you know, that's still wrapping up. But there's a lot of stuff that I just I just kind of sat down to to binge later because I don't think it's worth my time week to week. Yeah, it's less than lukewarm on some of these. <laughs> less than lukewarm is about is about where I'm at. Um, so let's do it, man. Let's put together this list now. How we want to do this? Do we each want to just bring whatever we feel, uh, and then put them together? Yeah, let's bounce off of each other, right? So I think uh, one of us go first, mm-hmm. and then um, we we give our input on if we think that's even worth going to the list. Yeah, let me uh, let me okay then let me start. Let me ahead, give you the, the biggest surprise, I th- and, I, and I think is a hundred percent worth watching. One of my favorite shows this season is um, Reign of the Seven Spellblades. This show has been, ex- I know we didn't give our sleepers too. I'm going to just say that this was my sleeper. Uh, not a sleeper, but a uh, fucking um, episode of the week. Like this mm-hmm. this show is, it's crazy because it's it came out of nowhere. Um, and it just feels, it's so intriguing how they, how they are building like, so much character development within this show and in the, in the world that's super interesting, like that I'm intrigued by. Like they set up the, the rules of the world perfectly and, and the characters are, are, are likable and and it's just, it's a, it's a breath of fresh air having an anime like this um, that we haven't gotten probably since a regular Magic High School, like something like this. So Reign of the Seven Spellblades, I think is, is definitely a must watch this from this season and it'd be a dope binge and it has uh, what, two episodes left? Yeah, two episodes left. So we're gonna see how it wraps up shortly, but so far so good with this one. Are, are we only talking new stuff this season? Yeah. Or are we talking about just anything in general? New stuff this season. All right, new stuff then. Got you. Oh, I mean, we can talk returning too. Obviously, yeah. That's not this. <laughs> my fault. My fault. Are oh, you right? You cool. You cool. Um, because if we only talk about some of the new stuff, I'm gonna be real with you. Not a lot of it is a. Uh, Amazing. Yeah, that's why that's why I had to bring in exactly, the recurring exactly stuff as well. Said, uh, a, a, a lot of it started off hotter, got lukewarm, and yeah. then got less than lukewarm. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say one of my favorites for this season actually turns out to be Polo's Sleeper. My Dream Boy is a realist, or the Dream Boy is a realist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. And yeah. That, that's a must watch this season, um, especially after 
this latest episode, hundred percent a must watch, bro. Um, it's, I, I feel you. I feel you because it's exactly what what you said, right? Okay. But I like that due diligence that he gets back. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the Dream Boys are realist is definitely going to be on my must watch uh, list for this this season. Yeah, what I, you think about that? I I, I like the, it was my sleeper. Um, I like the show fine, but it's going everywhere where I didn't want it to go, right? And I talked about this multiple times of of where I wanted to go compared to where I know it's going to go, and it's right. going to where I wanted, where it's going to, where I knew it was going to go, but I didn't want it to, and it's I, I can't, I don't, I don't like it, but I love, I love, I like the show. You know what I'm saying? I like yeah. the show enough. There's not a lot of animation to it. There's not a lot of you know special like Martin Romantic comedy snafu kind of twist and turns in it no it's just it's kind of like a could we call it like a comfort food like a, a nice relaxing show that you can yeah. turn on and just kind of follow the story with which especially I, with that, that flip flop of roles yeah, I yeah, like that I do I do I do feel like it, it, it's a good like binge it'll be a great binge so that's a positive for it but I just don't you know it's not going where I wanted it to go so you know I'm not too excited about that uh Another place I'm going uh, to take it since we're going to stick to the slice of life, well, mostly slice of life, is uh, My Happy Marriage. I also think this is a must watch, even though there are pieces of it that I just cannot fucking stand. I eat the, 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 the power bullshit. Like, I can't, I absolutely cannot stand it. It's the worst part about the show. But it when it's gorgeous, though, it's, 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 I mean, it's pretty, but. I cannot fucking stand these powers. And but when you're watching a show and it's doing a slice of life thing, it's so it's so captivating. You know, it's a it's an intriguing story with intriguing characters with a, uh, a very crazy situation that could have done without powers. Period. <laughs> it's as simple as that. But I do feel like it's a must watch. It's an easy watch. It's a Netflix dub. Um, so you're getting. You know, dub or sub, however you like it, right then and there. A, a way better binge than it is a, a week to week, I'll tell you that much. Because I, I started off as binge and then I went week to week. And this most recent episode was very much why I'm like, I should have just binged it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, it's a good show. It's a really good show. I enjoy it. Oh, man. Did, you, uh, did you pick it up? I, I watched the first episode, um, but only because I'm going to rewatch the whole thing. Because I, I know it's, this is about to be the last episode in, what, two, three days? Yeah, two days. Um, Monique and I are going to watch the whole thing. Um, especially because it's dubbed, because that makes it easy mm-hmm. to just turn it on. And But I watched that first episode. I was like, yo, this is beautiful shit right here. Um, but I saw exactly what you meant from the beginning. I was like, oh... This was unnecessary. They hundred percent could just lit a candle. Yeah, yeah <laughs> dog. Like you ain't gotta do all that. Let's keep it pushing, man. You ain't gotta do all that. It get, and it uh, gets so much worse, bro. It gets not worse, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it, it's it's cool. It, I I wasn't completely turned off by it, but it's it's cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm a I'm a uh I'm a binge it binge it actually starting tomorrow. We'll binge it and then uh, we'll finish it when the the new episode come out. But you know, stay on the slice of life tip, right? Come on, man. My episode of the week is a uh, rent a girlfriend. Mm. Um, and I'm only choosing rent a girlfriend because I feel like I thought you were gonna choose something else. No, um, like Jobs Reincarnation. Yeah, but I, I, I had to give Spellblaze uh, some some do though. Rent a girlfriend has to me. It's this certain like 
our main character is still trash he sometimes. Sucks. Yes. He's but sometimes he's cool. But it's the girls around him, bro. Yeah. Oh my god. They make it so like I can't even say they make it bearable because bearable mean that you still like in pain watching You're, it. Yeah, exactly. No, they make it but the best. They make it they make it the best, bro. <laughs> it's like it goes from okay, I'm bearing it to like, y'all know nah, this show is good as a motherfucker sometimes, bro. Oh, I agree. And I, I, I watched my, expect, I mean, excuse my language, but that's exactly how I felt watching this recent episode. I was like, oh, I love her. Um, yeah. And I love the, the way they stick to these like certain characters, like how they stick to their tropes. Rent a Girlfriend, I feel like this season was, man, I'm, I'm a, it's, it's my favorite season for this, for this anime specifically. It's great. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree with you more. This is literally the best season they had, which is sad because like a lot of people dropped it after season two and season two was awful. It was real bad. It was real bad. It just had moments of progression that, that finally seemed like we were getting somewhere in season two. It were few and far between, but when it happened, it was, you know, it, it felt good. What, what makes this season so much better though, is that there's a, there's a much more like just known focal point. Yes. You can see exactly what we, what we're going for. Mm-hmm. And, and basically from the beginning, from like the first two to three episodes, we know exactly what the goal is. And they, they just delivered on that all the way through. And it's just like, man, yeah, I know. I know a lot of homies like Rob J is waiting for it to be dubbed and done, <laughs> um, and it's worth it. I think it'll be worth it because it's a go. It's a great season this season, and I mean to to piggyback off of that to slide to what could have been an episode of the week this week was Jobless Reincarnation. Another uh-huh. another must watch this season. Fucking this whole slice of quote unquote slice of life arc that they're going through right now and, and bringing in the intro when it's when it's doing something so uh like mundane is is so funny to me because it's. It's definitely a choice because jobless reincarnation is known to when it has its um, when it has its structure of just either exploring or, or something crazy about to happen. It don't do any intros. It don't do any outros. It's just pure right into it. Like you can just flow it like a movie. It's, it's so beautiful right but now. But now it's doing this uh, atypical be usual stuff. So it has an intro and the outro. But what the, the story is, it's like it's, it's, it's secluded in a school. But it's so much more than that. Like it's so much more than that. And we're getting so much like further progression in the story that you would never even think it would happen to something so like mundane. Like this is supposed to be a mundane school situation, but it's it's carrying itself Anything so but. well. Yeah, exactly. Anything but mundane. It's so it's so crazy how an episode of of and now I, this is I guess you can call it a spoiler, but just hear me out first. This is the description I'm gonna give you of an episode that happened. The episode was Rudy meeting somebody, Rudy having a conversation with somebody the entire episode. And that's it. But when I tell you it was the most progression you would get in this entire series of what the overarching story is and then and the main plot line of the situation that we are in. It was the most important episode, the most important piece. And it was they were in one room the entire episode having the conversation. That's the entire episode. You meet somebody, they're in a room, the entire episode, they're having one conversation and it's crazy how good it is. It's crazy. The show is damn near perfect. Now, there are some people who have gripes with Rudy, obviously being, you know, a former otaku nerd who's never, otaku nerd virgin who's never had a girl with his, you know, his little perversions. And while I don't obviously agree with the perversion piece of it, because I'm just not a pervert. I think 
this it's 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 just his character and I don't even want to say that because it's going to sound fucking crazy and I'm not mad at it I guess would be the, the term I, I would use um, I'm not mad at the at who he is you know what I'm saying and it's just it's while I don't agree with it I don't think it's okay it's just mm-hmm. the way that the, it it evolves around a story it you know it, it works for me I, it just sounds weird it, saying it, it, it ain't the worst but yeah it, yeah <laughs> It ain't Shishomaru and that little girl having a kid a thousand years in the future. Right. It ain't none of that. It ain't fucking uh, DXD or some bullshit. It's, right. it's it's legit. It's a legit good show. Like one of the best shows. One of the best isekais. Like up there with Overlord for me personally. Yeah. Top 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 five for sure. Mm-hmm. Isekais. Yeah. Top five isekai for sure. Um, Zom 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Um, production issues aside, like if they didn't have the production issues, oh, this is perfect. Yeah, it's actually a, a, a phenomenally like it's it's kind of wild how good the show is for what it is. You know what I mean? Yes. Like another, and I'm not trying to say like another, you know, zombie anything, right? But like zombies, yeah, they're rare. Them been, them been played how many, how much for for the last decade, decade oh. and a half. If you include live action shit, yes, yes. Not, yeah, in, yeah, not yeah, in the anime but, world. Yeah, not necessarily in anime world, but I'm just saying like zombies in general, you would think that no, humanity right. would be tired of zombies at this point. This is a great spin on zombies, I'm not going to lie, because it's not, all those called Zom 100, it don't feel zombie-centric. It seems yes. character-centric. And it's almost like a slice of life in that sense, like you're just following these characters going through their day-to-day life trying to not be eaten by zombies. Right. But it's actually is fun. They 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 capitalize on on the colors and the the audio and basically just everything in it. They capitalize so well. And um, these last couple episodes with the uh, you know, um, our main character and what he has to uh, deal with. Ugh, mm. I love it, bro. It was spectacular. Well, it's it's like the the production issues and are are okay for me. You know why? Because wow. this is a brand new studio. This is their first ever project. Mm-hmm. And this show is beautiful. Like beautiful. Like perfectly, in my opinion, perfectly animated in every, in every sense of the of the word. Like it's <laughs> it's color, it's it's everything. It's 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 everything that you would want out of a new series from a new studio. It's amazing. It's unlike it's, other new studios who's I was gonna say it's more than what you would expect from a new studio. One hundred percent. Uh, pun intended. It's like it's great. It's great. It's truly, truly, truly a great show. Um, and and from here, with that, I am going to say, last. Well, for me, last. Obviously, there's two more shows, but I'm assuming Tell's going to say this one, so I'm going to say one that I know he's not going to say, and that is Masamune Kun's Revenge R, bro. Masamune Kun's Revenge R. It. it I thought the show was going to be predictable. I really, really did. It predicted. I predict. I thought I'm like, you know what? And normally I'm really good at predicting the slice of life because you can kind of see where it goes. This is the show is unbelievably unpredictable that it sent me for a fucking loop. Remember, I caught up on it recently, lately, like around episode nine. Um, the last episode is tomorrow, actually. So by the time you're hearing this, the show is done. So you can just binge the whole season two. Um, it's spectacular, man. It's and it's also dubbed, dubbed and done. To, by the time you're hearing this podcast, 
Uh, it's it's so good, man. Crazy good cast of characters. A twist that blew my fucking mind, and then a turn that blew my fucking mind, and then another twist that blew my mind. It's uh, it's really, 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 really good. It's much more um uh what's the word I'm looking for? Not as like poignant points as uh, my team romantic comedy snafu has, but it has elements from that that it's like, oh shit, is he making the right choice? Is this is this the wrong choice? Wait, what's the right? You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know what's the right, what's the wrong. Like it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, really, really good show. Very comedic beats are are there for me. Like I, I love how funny it actually is. It makes me laugh out loud. It's really good. I enjoy it. Masamune Kun um R, the second season of Masamune Kun's Revenge is, is fantastic. All right. Um the last one from well, wait, it's probably two more from this season. Two more. Yeah, two oh, more. Yeah, oh, yeah, it does two oh, more. Only because uh, the 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 one of the the big three yes. that said, "I'm not done yet. I got more to show y'all." Yes. Come on, man. Yes. They they. I'm telling you, bleach. Yes. Bleach is <laughs> killing me. Bleach. Uh, bro. And mind you, we started off us, Tell and I. I don't. I think Tell said the same thing. If I remember I correctly, said the same thing. that Bleach was probably last on our list of of the big three when we first started doing this podcast. We both felt like it, it was in it. I know for me it was Naruto. I think it was for you One Piece. No, Naruto was number one. Yeah, and then One Piece, and I think it was the same same for both of us. Mm-hmm. It, it was before I watched One Piece, so I couldn't really say. So it, for me, it was interchangeable between the two. But I like, and then we did our rewatch. Completely flipped that shit on his head, and then now we here with this. It justified our thoughts like mm-hmm. extremely well. Uh, this is insane. Um, they they took the bleach we already loved and cared for, brought it back, amplified it, put that thing down, flipped it, and reversed it. <laughs> and, uh, they did that sharp feminine flamp. Yeah, I swear, bro, it's crazy. <laughs> Hear me out, though. Uh, that took me out. <laughs> I, I hope we don't get copyright for that. <laughs> Cause I, cause I, I said that accurately. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, bro. Um, Bleach is a is a. I'm not gonna say it's a Marvel. It is. I'll say it. Fuck it. It is. It's it's. Say it. Why not? It's 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 so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's like. If I turn my brain off and watch Bleach, I'm happy. If I keep my brain on and watch Bleach, I'm happy. Uh, it's one of them that's just, it's just on, bro. bro it's man. good. It's yes. so good. And it's coming from a guy who fucking hates the shonen now. Like, the genre itself, I fucking can't stand it. It pisses me off to no end. And I I will say that I am having so much fun watching Bleach that I can't, I like, I, it's hard watching it week to week. It's like, fuck, man. Just, the, the episodes go by so fast, man. And I say this all the time with the show. I, I'm sorry if I repeat myself for those of you that listen week to week. But it, it goes by so fast. It's a 10-minute episode. It got to be. It feels like it, but it's not. It's, it's not. That's the crazy part. It does the opposite of what One Piece does. And it just goes. And when it goes, it's like it's fucking flowing so well. And we get progress between this character. Oh, it's jumping over to this character. It's jumping, uh, mm-hmm. No, we we talk about this in a spoiler half of the show for sure. Um, because that this episode was crazy. Uh but I can't I can't I can't wait for more. Like 
I can't wait for more. It's just, it's incredible. And then, I mean, the next one is obviously going to be another returning one, and that's JJK. Juju Gaisen. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Uh, though it's slow, it's a little slow, but it's also coming from people who read it. Right. So maybe for the person who's new to this, it feels very good. I would assume that it does feel probably good better if you're new and if you haven't read it. But knowing that reading it, it it feels slower. It just feels because when you're reading it, like it's these are like one pages and you just flip and it's gone. You, flip it's gone. you zoom through it. Yeah, you definitely zoom through a lot of what's happening right now because it's again like these panels have maybe one or two bubbles in them, <laughs> and it's and it's. It's, it's, it's just flow so nice and it's so action packed. But this, what they do well is they set up the atmosphere, they build the tension, they, you know, and they, and they, I think they set it up right for the anime. Um, yeah. They, they deliver. Yeah, they definitely. Deliver. Definitely deliver. Though it's slower. So I would recommend, you know, probably wait until it's done and binging this too, to be honest. Because uh, it's going, because once, once, once it all wrap up, you're gonna you're gonna be happy that you you did something like that. Maybe watch it, watch it when it's dubbed and done or something like that. Though I don't, I'm not a big fan of the dubbed for J- JJK. Um, I do Why not? Think I, something about Yuji. Yuji, and it's it's always the main characters that don't feel right for me. Like because they make them too happy sometimes. Yeah, or? like yeah, just don't. It feels too bubbly and it don't sound like that in the in the subbed at all. Like well, they, why why he does yes, but it feels like. Much more fitting. They, the serious tone is a little bit better on the on the sub. Is what yeah. you're saying for that, Dan? Yeah, because it's like Tandro. Tandro sounds awful in dub to me, um, and it's the same with this one. Uh, Gojo is is great. I know that voice actor. I, I've heard in plenty of stuff. He's he's awesome. He's also um, I think he's uh, Ichiban from Yakuza Like a Dragon, if I'm not mistaken. Now, um, I think you did say that, but Gojo voice is definitely fire. It's yeah, he's fire. So he does a good job. So. You know, wait till it's dubbed and done and then enjoy the show because it's a hell of a ride <laughs> you got for JJK you got coming up. So to the wheels come off that month. That's crazy. Straight That's up. another crazy one. I do respect the fact that MAPPA just be like taking production breaks too with theirs. And I'm like, you know what? We'll, we'll wait a month and come back. If after, <laughs> after they did like six episodes. <laughs> but them don't be the best animated episodes they've done, especially for, sure. for like JJK. The show. And I'm and I'm okay with that because of you know all the other shit we got watch, but I think that does it for the list, man. I want to recap it. Yeah, let's recap the list. What we got? Rain and Southern Spellblades. Mm-hmm. Dreaming Boy is a realist. Mm-hmm. My Happy Marriage, which is a curveball to me. Um, Rent a Girlfriend season three. Jobs Incarnation season two. Zion one hundred. Masamune Kun's Revenge R. Bleach. Um, Thousand Year Blood arc and JJK season two. All must watches. Definitely must watches for the summer. We feel like uh, it's totally worth it. Um, now, before we go into break uh, and do our recommendations and go into spoiler talk, there's a couple of things I want to touch on. Okay, if you don't mind, tell. Mm-hmm. I've been continuing to watch One Piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I am at six hundred and fourteen. Now, here's 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 the thing. Okay. I found something on Reddit. Just browsing, just looking around, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, we also have a Reddit too, Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Uh, uh, Reddit.com slash R slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. And there's barely anything there. We, we don't really talk about it, but we do have a Reddit, so join it, post there, whatever. Um, but uh, I found something. It's like this guy 
who said that, you know, you guys are hip to one pace, right? Apparently there's a one pace thing where they, they kind of put all the episodes of an arc together and cut out the fluff, like the intros, mm. the outros, the flashbacks, the, the, you know, the shit that don't matter. They cut it out and they put it together in one giant episode. Um, so it's like the dress Rosa arc is like 10 hours long or something like that. So mm. you could watch it that way and it'd kind of like go forward a lot faster. I found one better than that. The guy who says he's like, well, I know One Pace is doing their thing, but the, the way they, they cut the arcs up and they put them together in these one long episodes makes it harder for you to go back. What this mm. guy did, he virtually did the same thing. He cut it up, put the arcs together, but he put it all, uh, together in a more bite-sized way. So he also included like times where they would repeat the same shit over and over. Um, <laughs> he would like, he, he would cut, cut that out completely and he would put it together in like, pieces of an arc. So Dress Rosa arc is like multiple pieces, uh, but it's cut down to like an hour episode or an hour and a half episode, much more digestible. Intros, outros yeah. gone. He has the intros at the start and he has the outro at the end, but it's like a, it's like a di more digestible thing. And it's been, I started off like, when I started doing that, I started off at like five, 576 I was watching. And then I mm -hmm. started doing that cut got all the way to 615 and just like three of those long episodes. Like mm. it's, it's so much fucking easier to watch. Unfortunately, you have to like download it from a Google drive, which, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, like I have, I have gigabit internet. So it takes me like three seconds, but it's wonderful. It's been a wonderful ride. And it's honestly making me enjoy one piece a lot more. I'm telling you, and that's why I liked reading it so much better. What's the, what's the name of the second one? I know you said the One Pace was the first one. What's the name of that second one? Just a fucking link on Reddit, bro. I have no idea. Just like a I, link on Reddit. Yeah, I, I, he's like, I can find a Reddit and maybe link it. I, maybe I'll put it on our Reddit. Shit, fuck it. Um, but it's 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 been much more enjoyable. So I I'm in the I'm still on Punk Hazard Island. This arc and it's going to go into Dress Rosa. So is it dubbed? It's dubbed too. Yeah, it's it's, it's dubbed, so it's clean. So I'm I'm watching it. Um, I'm on the part where uh, the kids, well, one of the kids who has been sedated just ate all of the candy mm -hmm. on uh, from from the eye on the island. So all of the kids were chasing her down and they were trying to fight her to get the island because they were like drugged up and, and and shit. So she just ate all the candy and she's like about to fucking die probably from OD. And Luffy is about is fighting CC or uh, Caesar the Caesar Clown, mm -hmm. and a uh, Smoker is fighting Virgo Virgo another admiral who's been kidnapping the kids for CC for those experiments. Um, Zoro just got finished cutting up that harpy lady um, with the admiral captain. There's a lot of fucking arcs going on, so bear with me. Um, also, what else? Uh, yeah, Sanji just got to Chopper to help him out with the kids and, and shit too. So, yeah, it's it's been this arc is so much fucking better than Fishman Island, dude. Fishman Island want, made me want to turn it off One Piece altogether. <laughs> I fucking it, hated it, that arc so it, much. It could have been better though if you had this. You know what I mean? You probably, probably could have just gone past it. it how, yeah. how, who's your favorite Straw Hat right now? I know you. I think it was Sanji last week, right? No, no, it's no. Still, absolutely it not was, Sanji. Uh, was it was it Nami? Nico. It's always Nico. Nico Robin. All yeah, right. It's always Nico. She's just my favorite in general. Um, but she her screen time is so little. 
And yeah. I think it's because she's just so fucking like. How do you write her into certain situations? Because she literally just the floor exactly. and breaking people's fucking necks. It's like it's for her. It's kind of it's kind of yeah. It's it's too easy. A so, cheat code. Yeah, yeah. She's a cheat code. So I mean, right now it's probably. I love Brooke, man. My man. Brooke is literally making me laugh out loud so that's, fucking that much. That is my, also my favorite uh, straw hat. I ain't gonna hold you. Brooke, he, Brooke is that guy. In this particular arc, he's been hilarious. It's, it's been so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's, been, he's been doing shit like, he's like, it's so cold that I'm, I'm fucking freezing to the bone. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I am bone. It's just so good. And his voice actor in the dub is great. He, he's just a fantastic character in general. Just a great comedic relief. This arc has made me laugh out loud, like for real. Like, I, and I started a thread on my Twitter. So if you follow me at Polo Born Fly, you know, there's a thread that I'm doing in just a bunch of moments that's been making me so, making me laugh so hard. <laughs> I've been like, yo, this is great. Brooke is what Soul Leader wished Excalibur was. Yeah, 100%, man. 100%. He, Brooke is actually funny, but also not annoying. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which, which takes me to my least favorite straw hat, Frankie. I fucking hate this guy. Frankie. I hate Frankie so much, bro. He's so, so annoying. He's just, he just feels like a, just, he just, he just shut the fuck up. Like even Usopp is cooler now. You know what I'm saying? Since the time skip. So much better. So much better. better, But fucking Frankie is just the absolute most annoying character in the entire show. Um, And and can I ask you another question? mm Mm-hmm. So far, of all of One Piece so far, just just because you had what you said six fifteen, six fourteen, yeah, yeah, six fourteen. What's the most like poignant? What's the strongest moment in One Piece for you right now? Just one moment that you was like, ugh, that'll stick with me forever. If if you've had that moment in One Piece, I haven't had it recently. Um, outside of like when Zoro was 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 fighting the, the big bear thing. When Kuma. He got his ass, yeah, Kuma. When he got his ass beat, that was cool. But it wasn't as poignant as the Nico shit. Still to mm-hmm. this day, still to this day, after all the episodes I watched, when she when she did her crying, it was like I want to live. That shit destroyed me. <laughs> and that's that's so that to me in the beginning of One Piece was like the highlight because Luffy was like he, he that's what he was. He always he said Nakama in, in the sub so many times it was crazy. Like I know what the I know what this word means. It means that's my family, that's my friend. I get it. <laughs> I know what it means. But yeah, that moment, I feel like that moment was a game changer for so many people though, for yeah. the show alone. Yeah, it it's 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 such a huge piece of of just them. And then just I love you know what I love about Robin? It's not only is her her grim <laughs> You know, if we, if we breathe in this poison, it can choke us from the inside and we all die. And she's just as monotone as ever. <laughs> and then uh, Usa was like, you not say that so calmly, please. She's just calm. And she always, whatever Luffy's like, hey, she, she Luffy asked her to do something. So I don't know what that exactly is yet. Uh, obviously, they're saving it for a particular surprise, I'm sure of. Um, oh, and, and Luffy just found Mononosuke too, by the way, which is, you know, the, the Samurai Do's son as who's a dragon now. But mm-hmm. um. She's just so like cool. Like it's like Luffy asked her to do something. Like yeah, I'll do whatever you need. And she's just like do whatever you want, anything you need. <laughs> and she also had a moment where she made me laugh out loud. Was when Frankie got switched because uh obviously oh Law is in this motherfucker too. Law is mm-hmm. fucking yeah, Trafalgar is insane. Law is dope, bro. <laughs> he, he's so good. And he's voiced by Matthew, he's voiced by Matthew Mercer, so it's clean. It's 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 sweet. It's sweet. But um. 
they got they got their bodies got switched right so mm-hmm. <laughs> chopper was frankie or frankie was chopper <laughs> and not and then nico was like so uh frankie don't ever talk as chopper please just don't say anything because <laughs> she just she loves how chopper is so cute and innocent and just like you're ruining my impression of chopper yeah he's and a she, perverted chopper yeah literally just turned chopper into like someone i hate <laughs> i love chopper too and the way he still tries to hide and he's like <laughs> the show is good man one piece is yeah. good i'm having a lot of fun rewatching it especially with it's like a bridge version essentially um i just sorry to, to get that little rant off but i had to we got to add that link to the uh, to the show notes for sure. I definitely do. I definitely do. Um, and also, the show I picked up, the uh, the shoujo show that I picked up, was one that um, I seen. I think it was like two seasons ago. It has to be like two seasons ago. Let me see. No, it it's two seasons ago. Winter. I don't know. Spring. Yeah, winter. It was two mm-hmm. seasons ago. Actually, no. What the fuck? It wasn't. This was. This was 2018. I'm fucking all wrong. I've never what? Really? This was 2018. Yeah, really. Wow. But after the rain. So after the rain is about a girl who was a former track star who ruined her 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 foot by getting injured by running track. She was the fastest in her entire school. She's a very monotone, very serious and stoic girl who uh falls in love with her boss. She works at this cafe. Um she fell in love with her boss. Her boss is a 45-year-old man, um, single, a widower or whatever they call it. I think he is. I'm, I'm assuming he is. But a single man, and she's in love with him. And it's very, very weird because he's 45. And he's like, yo, this is, like, I can't. This is weird. You know, I'm 45. Like, I don't think you should be in love with me. And everything happened so fast. Like, she told him. She confessed to him, like, the third episode. It's a very interesting show. Um, so far, it's good. It's a very pretty show. Uh, and so I'm liking it so far. The dra- I see where the drama's about to come in already. It's very um, Scum's Wish esque kind of. Which, if you, if you guys know what that means, it's messy. It's messy. It's just a messy slice of life sojo that I'm into. So I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna come back on it more so later. I think I watched like episode three or four episodes so far. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot. And with that. Let's do this recommendation roulette. It's my turn to roll a year. Oh, what a big we... episode. This is a nice one. Yeah, very good. Very big episode. Okay, the year this year is 2021. Let's go. All right, we got in 2021. Is that new? It's, it's, it's been a minute since we've been up here. It is. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, what a great year. Damn, what a good year. Yeah, it's been a very long time since we've been here. Huh. What you got, Tell? Um. Actually, it hasn't been that long since we've been here because there's one that I recommended. Okay. Yeah, I, I got what I want to recommend. But the thing is, is, I know people have watched it, but um, it, I only want to recommend it because I've changed my perspective on it. Whoa. So remember when Two Year Eternity came out? <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Show. I, told, I told you I hated it. Mm-hmm. I hated season one. Mm. But once you get to season two, I feel like it just executes things significantly better. Characters, 
are not like trivial in my opinion they everything just felt more important mm. um, and it could be because our main character developed a lot more because in that first season the development was I mean, it was, I guess, uh, a more philosophical development more than like mm. an actual development of the character. So, to your eternity, uh, that first season, I get it. Not my thing specifically. I know a lot of people watched it, but I'm going to recommend it because season two to me was uh, such a huge upgrade that it, I felt like it was worth it. All right. I can't rock with that one at all, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to spin up one and I haven't recommended it in a while, I guess. And it was one of the closest ones to being probably our anime of the year. The year it came out, but it mm-hmm. came out this is the same year as '86. So it was impossible for it to be that. And okay. that'll that'll be remake our life. Yeah, it's an I, easy. I didn't want to do that again. Yeah, it's an easy one to recommend. Like, <laughs> we haven't talked about it in a long time, but yeah, it, remake our life is special. I I've actually watched it. Rewatched it like three times already. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's my shit. It's I like so that. Good. It's so good. It's very, very good. Um, very good show. But also, uh, Comey Can't Communicate is there too. Like another great show. Anyway, let's take this quick break. When we come back, what are we spoiling until? Bleach? Uh, Bleach. Rent a girlfriend? Uh, yeah, for sure. And then, do you want to do jobless? I do want to do jobless. So, so I, want, I, want do, do I want some good checks on jobless as well. So bleach running girlfriend jobless in that order. We'll be right back after these.
And welcome black to episode 220 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. <laughs> Make sure you follow us on social media at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter. At Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram and TikTok. What's up? We gotta make that welcome black a shirt, bro. <laughs> oh, I'm doing it. Yep, we're doing it. We gotta get that because I'm buying it. I'm buying it yeah. immediately. Welcome yeah. black. It's definitely gonna be we're gonna revamp our old store, actually. We, we gotta get that done as soon as possible. Which is uh it's gonna be a goal for the next I'm gonna try for next week, have it have it up and going next week. Cause we got a lot of dope designs already that we just put up starting from scratch, like the uh MCWW, the the coin. And mm-hmm. Welcome Black is probably could be one as well. All right. So, starting off with uh, Bleach, man. Show is fucking incredible, dude. It's so good. All right. So, uh, <laughs> where to go? Where I don't know where to go. Tell where you want to go. All right. Um. So we bringing out zombies. It's a it's a zombie kind of episode. Yeah. So okay. Um, that's where I wanted to go. That's I had to. I did, needed that quick refresher. How do you feel about people being blown back? Do you think they're gone gone? So I think that they left in the fact that she turns them into zombies before, before they die. They're dead. Yeah. That's okay. Um, We're on the same page. Like, so that they could come back, right? Um. I'm not. But hear me out though. And I'm only going to say this because I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of characters being temporarily dead just to come back. Mm. Um, I, I kind of wish that this is the thousand year blood war arc. And like, if they were going to do this with characters, like make it feel like this is actually the last you're going to see them. Um, yeah. Cause without that, I would have, I would have thought they were gone and that would have felt a lot better. Right. And that's what I'm saying. It would have felt a lot better. Not to say that the episode wasn't amazing. 100%. Because what they did in this episode was still really like it was great, right? Yeah. He basically put the Sukiyomi um <laughs> or or Izanagi. Either eat the Sukiyomi, it was Sukiyomi, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he basically put the Sukiyomi on him and I love it. Oh, it was and it was so so well done because what happened was this the way the Sukiyomi in this particular one was it, it happened without it being explained first. That mm-hmm. I, I loved so much more. It happened twice, and then it was explained. And it was like, so how many times has it been? Oh, it, it was just so fucking just ominous. And, and every time he's on screen, for me, for me, when, when what's his name? Uh, Mayuri Kurosuchi. Kurosuchi. Whenever Kurosuchi's on screen, he fucking steals the entire show. Like, he <laughs> carries... Whatever scene he in, he just carries it on his fucking back. Even when he was fighting Uryu back in the day, when he, the the uh, Soul Society invasion, uh, it was so good. High key, and I, I thought it was just me. I thought I was the only person who liked him. He's really? one of my favorite characters 100%. because when he shows, when he shows up, bro, I feel like he shows up and shows out every single time. It's like everybody comes in like, oh, look at my spiritual pressure. He's like, no, no, I did some experiments. Watch this. Yeah, <laughs> he's the like, logical motherfucker. He this, don't play no game. This is episode <laughs> 10 we're talking about, by the way. I keep forgetting to fucking do that. But yeah. he, he's he's the GOAT, man. He's one of the, the best to me. Because, uh, like, while, yes, he does have his experiments and, the, and his experiments are uber powerful, he is also uber powerful. Because mm-hmm. it's not just because of his, his experiments. He still haven't gone Bankai or Shakai or, or, or whatever it's fucking called either yet. Like, he didn't do right. it. He, he didn't do that yet. He's just using his experiments and it's so brilliant man is he he is one worthy of of replacing somebody like uh what's the name kurosuke his name the 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 fucking mentor dude oh you mean like uh the the rose flowers dude yeah the, the no rose. the the 
That's fucking name. Uh, uh, Kisuke. Oh. Yeah. But so. He's one worthy yeah. of like replacing him. Yes, right. But my, my favorite part about it is the fact that like he's a, a character who doesn't necessarily show like a specific amazing like he's not necessarily amazing in like the the battle aspect of him and she could be right right but he what he talked about in his experiments i love how he gives that like deposition that explanation Mm -hmm. um because like i said this is an anime where you can turn your head off turn your brain off and just watch and you're like i love it but you turn your brain on and there's still more to love Mm -hmm. and this is a character that that speaks volumes for that specifically because they put thought into the process of this character. Why does it matter that if the, if the sword slash comes at a 60 degree angle, because these are highly trained warriors. Yep. Right. And the perfect or, or best angle to slice at someone at is around a 60 degree angle mark. So he doesn't even have to do anything. He just can autonomously block. I love that explanation because you, I mean, it's something you have to know to even for it to even matter. Um, but it's, he, he's an amazing character. But uh, on top of that, we got the Biakia. Uh How you feel about uh, Biakia kind of getting, I'm not going to say he got played because he didn't. No, nah, yeah. He's clearly, clearly ridiculously powerful, um, even more so than he was in the past. Um, how you feel about his sword falling in love, though? <laughs> yeah, it was so fucking just very just enter- just watching him fight is always so entertaining because it's just so like it, it always look effortless you know mm-hmm. but no it, no expression yeah. he just moves you know and what he, I mean and he glides a fucking across the screen and that, again what Bleach does so well like what shits on One Piece by the way just the fights feel so uh, guttural like they're, they're impactful you know they're like they hit dynamic yeah very dynamic and just while well, one piece kind of just there's a lot of shit where it's just a bunch of spinning of the camera and it's it don't feel as good but i digress it felt so good watching him fight as smooth as he is but it still mm-hmm. felt as impactful as ever and i will say this pepe motherfucker pepe soundtrack came on i'm just motherfucker <laughs> like oh shit bro like he was one of my favorite soundtracks to come on like it was that that what it was like an R&B kind of like a smooth jazz style of fucking music. It was just, it was so good, man. And I want to touch on that. Like you just said about how they move the camera different when he's on camera. Cause you a hundred percent right. As soon as you remember the, uh, when, uh, Kurotsuchi's zombie dude came in, they did exactly what you just said. They rolled the camera lens, made yep. it seem shaky. And that's what makes it, it so good. Cause they, they take those different angles. And like I said, it's not to take anything away from one piece. But they're using multiple different, you know, types of these camera um, techniques to make things more dynamic. And it's, man, Bleach is, is bar none amazing. It's, it's crazy. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like watching a dance every time there's a fight on screen between no matter who it is and the villain. The only thing that Bleach does that the other Shonen does that gets on my fucking nerves is the whole explanation thing. But sometimes, in a way, like Kurosuchi and, and and fucking like a lot of the like the big names who does just who does intelligent shit is spectacular. Like for instance, Shinji. Did you know and this is something I learned from just my random YouTube fucking algorithm? 
threw this video at me. But Shinji, who became a captain again after he was like, you know, he wasn't exactly. a captain from, yeah, he was exiled or whatever. He is literally the strongest soul reaper in the verse because of his, the way he fucking flips shit and, and, and literally flipping, turning in reverse it. The way he, he <laughs> yeah, the way he does that to people, and when he uses Bankai, he's not allowed to use Bankai near other Soul Reapers because he can literally not only turn them against them their own kind, but he also can like flip it and reverse everything they, they got going on. So it's like his his fucking Bankai is banned from being used. He is so fucking strong, and the way that he explained that just kind of like. Went through one ear and went out the other until I had yeah. this fucking YouTube video explain to me how fucking powerful he is. I'm like, wait a minute. That just made his fucking episode so much more crazy because he got bodied by somebody who is who is who's impressive. And what they do, and I say this every time we talk about Bleach and Bleach, is they always make it like, how the fuck are our heroes going to win this fight? Because the villains just feel so strong man for like mm -hmm. obviously everybody knows Aizen but even these fucking these Quincy's they feel just so powerful so when our people come in and, and they shine it feels even better it gives you that that dopamine rush that's just you're you're having fun with with this show and again yeah. like like we said it's very dynamic with with the way it moves man it's so so good so good in that aspect I love this show Hundred percent gut check, man. What's happening next? Obviously, at the end, we got you watch finally getting to the to the Soul King for you know close. Mm, mm, mm. How crazy is that about to be? <clears throat> I hate to say it, so you watch is about to uh, destroy everything where the Soul King is, right? You think so? I think so, bro. And hear me out. They are they're really powerful though. Them boys is I know, and that but that's powerful. what I'm saying. I don't think. Based off what we've seen so far, right? Come on, and let's 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 be real here. Let's talk about it. The watch ain't went nowhere unprepared. Mm. You mm. saw what he did to Uncle Yamamoto. <laughs> not Uncle, not Unc. Yeah, he put Unc down. Yeah, you're right. And he ain't even really do nothing. He's spitting. Tell him. <laughs> he already had it planned out. He showed up and said, Unc, I, I need you to use all your power. Yep. Tricked Unc. Use all this power. Okay, are right, you done? Your watch is not pulling up to the Soul King unprepared. Yep. And I, I think that's why, and I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, this is what my gut check says. We're going to have to get Aizen. You still think they're going to you still think they're going to bring Aizen? got to, because what can we do? <laughs> what can we do? Okay. I, think, I think Ichigo pull up to your watch, right? And it's like, you still part Quincy. So he shut down the Quincy part of Ichigo. We're not sure where he'll lose, but he got to lose something. Um, I, I don't... I see an even fight at, at, in the best case scenario. Best case scenario against your watch, but I don't see a dub. So I feel like we got to pull out something that gives us a dub that your watch can't be prepared for. They think Aizen is incapacitated right now. I feel like that is solid. Eisen is incapacitated. Bring Eisen with you. Um, we, you just don't know what's going to happen if Eisen decide to show up for real. That's an interesting thought. Um, I'm thinking you watch pull up and he got it. He's, he's going to go through a fight, a hell of a fight between those, those, uh, the squad zero, right? Squad zero is 
I mean, they, they are the creators of what the Soul Reapers are in its entirety. So it's not I'm like, yeah, hear me <laughs> out first, hear me out. It's not like they're, they're, they're scrubs, you yeah. know what I'm saying? While you watch is the embodiment of uh, the embodiment of Quincy's, they're the embodiment of Soul Reapers. So yes, it's, it's going to be some fun fighting that goes on up there. But I think you're, you're onto something only because of the simple fact that every time one of the, the Quincy's, the, the big Quincy has died, he absorbed their power. There's something that we cannot forget that, again, Bleach does so well. He absorbed their, the, the power of the people that he lost on the battlefield. So every time they died, he said, ah, thank you. And he got more and more drawn into him when they died. So it's like, not only did he get stronger than what he already was, which then makes him, I think what you're saying is correct, which then makes him leagues above what the, the Soul uh, Squad Zero actually is, which I still think they're going to give him a run mm-hmm. because they're supposed to. Like, they're, they're supposed to. These are fucking the, 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 the Soul the Reaper Society. Yeah, exactly. The Soul Reaper Society itself. Like, they created fucking Zonpak Toes. They created uh, just everything. So they're, they're the gods, essentially. So there's going to be a run, but they're going to get mopped. But I think you might be right with Ichigo coming in and, and kind of running, running, running the equals. But if Ichigo runs the equals with your watch, while your watch has the absorbed power of the Quincy's uh, that, that, lost, that he lost on the battlefield, what the fuck is Ichigo then? Like, damn, you know? But, but I, that, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Ichigo, we already know. Human, uh, Soul Reaper, Hollow, Quincy. We don't know what else is in that man. Um, <laughs> might be an actual part demon in there. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. But the thing is that that's what it is, is that even for the viewers, right? We feel like Ichigo is such a wild card. And I feel like your watch is the most consistent thing so far. Mm. And that's just the fact that he ain't dropped the ball yet. Oof. Yeah, like you said, when they die or they they get defeated and he absorbed that power, he gets stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention that he's already at that point, the 999 days or 999 years, yep. you know, all that stuff. He's already at that point. And as he gets there, you know, he arrives, they're going to keep defeating his people. <laughs> and he's going to keep gaining that power every single mm. time. By the time they're even able to pull up to the soul, soul king in the, in the, the squad zero, I feel like it's already going to be a done deal, right? Um, because I don't think these people are going to be easy to just deal with. Yeah, I, I still like, so, like I think I think we on it, and I, I don't think yeah, I don't think your watch is going to necessarily have a he going to mop him, but he's going to win. Yeah, and but I, and he got to leave. He got to leave his lieutenant guy there. It's a one of them, right? Mm-hmm. I think he's going to get fucking smoked though. Yeah, I think he might yep. get smoked. And and you, you might even be onto something more because you said like when he when he when they die they get taken up but like it might even be like he pull up with some people and he send them to watch them while he fight the Soul King and you know they die every time and he just boom boom because he needs to get rid of his people we know from Yamamoto what he said in the beginning of this that that's who the Soul King is he don't care about the Quincy's dying he just wants the power mm. he feels like he can redistribute that power anyway. And that's what the soul king, or not the soul king, that's what your watch has shown himself to be. He literally yeah. don't mind stepping over the corpses of his people yeah. to get what he wants. And that's exactly what he's been shown to do. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, like you said, that's exactly what he's going to do. That's his plan. 
go up there, watch his people die, take their power, and just mop everybody. Interesting stuff, man. It's such a good fucking show. I love it. I love it so much. Okay. It's insane. Let's let's move on before we continue on for bleach for another thirty minutes. Um, to run a girlfriend, man. So our last week gut check was wrong entirely. He did rent somebody. It just wasn't who we thought. We we was it's ahead a of, way better idea. Yeah, so we were we were kind of a week ahead, basically, because he ended up did re- renting, which I still think is a the wrong move. Like, don't fucking mm-hmm. rent her, bro. I, I don't think she's okay. I'm just getting to my gut check. I'm not gonna get to my gut check yet. This episode was really good though, um, but it also was kind of fluffy. I know yes. you love this episode, but it was very a fluff piece for, I guess, to bring in Sumi before we wrap up. Yeah, this is like the wrap up. Like I said last week, is that we're wrapping up with the girls, um, which I think is important. Yeah, we wrap I agree. up with, with all the girls, and even if we don't wrap up with all the girls, wrap up with the ones that we like. Give me some Ruka. Give me some some Sumi. Um, don't give me no Mommy Chan. <laughs> <laughs> she gotta but, give me it somewhere. Maybe, I, I, I do not. think it's very important that we get this wrap up with the girls like that, right? Yeah. Because, bro, the the realization that he kind of comes to, the 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 understanding, and that's the most important of part of this character because he's trash in so many other aspects, is the fact that he starts to understand at some point. Um, and the way Sumi does it, she's a doll, man. She's an angel. And he he don't deserve her uh helping him. But the fact that she is makes this episode so much more worth it. Um, <laughs> the 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 and it's such a simple thing because you're right, it, it is all fluff. But I, I guess I'm looking at it more in like a not a metaphorical sense, but I'm looking at more for like what the iconography of the episode was. Yeah. Um, in in its essence, what it was supposed to show was that essentially everyone needs to be cheered up. Because what, what, what Sumi saw was that she smiled. You know what I mean? That's, right. what, that's what he said. He said she smiled. That means that, yeah, even though she's like faking or you know she's faking, that these smiles that she's been showing you over this time span are the first step to having a, a, a good day. You know what I mean? Or, uh, Uh-oh. I lost him. Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Now you're back. All right. All right. Yeah, you froze. I heard you the whole time. All right, my bad. But you have to start with positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what Sumi Chan kind of said to him was that if you start with positivity, uh, or, or that, and then this is my perspective, if you start with positivity, then you can figure out the rest as you go. Um, and yeah, obviously you can't always be positive, but people need to be made or need to be made to feel better sometimes. Yeah. And as someone that he cares for, that seeing that smile that she's attempting to be positive gives him an opening to say, all right, well, how can I make you feel better than this? Because I know you're, you're faking it, but you need to see the bigger picture. Um, yeah. And it was and a great first step. Yeah, it was, it was a great first step for him to, to come to that realization. And again, I have to keep putting in perspective that this is a step that he, he needs to take. Not right. us as viewers, because us as viewers know what the fuck it is. Like, we know what you're supposed to do and what you need to do, right? But mm-hmm. It's for him. It's for him as a character to step in and, and do this or to learn this. And I'm glad it was Sumi trying to teach him because in, in the way she was kind of like perfect for it. Like there's nothing, she said something, she wrote something in the sand. There's nothing wrong with 
being cheered up. Like I would, she said, I would want it to. Like I would want to be cheered up, even if right. shit is going well. But there's there's something about, um, and I sorry to like kind of fast forward it through the end because I think what you said about this entire episode kind of sums it up in a in a way that's perfect, and I can't really add much to it. So I'm gonna just go to 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 kind of a gut check slash what I think is is, is happening, and I think she's not meeting him up for the date. Yeah, I think she's leaving. I think she's probably going back to her grandfather's grave or something like that. It may be out of town or something like that. It just didn't look like she was on her way to a date. Like she had a big, if I remember correctly, a big tote bag and it looked like she was going somewhere far away, which is um, kind of scary. Yeah, because I mean, we can imagine she don't have nothing else there. Yep. She already doesn't have any family. So what's her next goal? I feel like, and this is this is my perspective here. Um, if you don't mind me adding now, yeah, please, yeah, please. Um, my gut check is that she is essentially, she's like, boom. I had a dream of becoming a, a movie star, or whatever. I feel like she's inspired yet, kind of broken in a mm-hmm. sense. You know what I mean? So I feel like she's gonna take take up and just get up and just say, I have to go, mm-hmm. and that I have to go is gonna be her attempting to be. Uh, don't pull that, bro. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be her attempting to be uh just saying I'm gonna go be an actor. It's my and it's to it's to fulfill that dream. Um because her parent her grandparents are gone. She she don't have parents, she don't have any family. But in a sense, she needs to fulfill that to to like show or even if she feels any obligation, she needs to fulfill that. And that's what I think she that her obligation is now. Um, is to go ahead and fulfill that. Yeah, you were somewhere I, I didn't think. I, I I think, or my thought was that she's done. Yeah. You know, that she's done with the acting. You know, like, I don't want her to be, obviously, but I, I, just, I just feel like she's fucking crushed. She's crushed right now. Acting isn't going to do anything but remind her of her, of her grandmother, of her grandfather. Like, it's not going to do anything but remind her of, her of her family. But what I'm hoping happens is that I'm hoping that she goes to him and say, hey, here's your money back. I'm leaving. So that he has a chance, an opportunity to speak to her before she goes. I hate so he can, so he can say what he needs to. You know what I'm saying? And it's because it's frustrating. It will be so frustrating for her to just disappear after up something. Like, yeah, to just up and leave. Like that'll be the most frustrating piece about the whole thing because he's been nothing but supportive. Even if again, even if he's a fucking joke, he's been nothing but supportive. And she started to realize that as it went on. So. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I just, I, for some reason, my gut is telling me that she's leaving. You might still be spitting. Yeah. I, I hope that. I just hope, I hope that is not the case. I hope that she, she comes to her senses and it, and it all works out. Um, and I'm tired of Ruka. Like she's, sweet. <laughs> she's a sweetheart. I am. I am so tired of her though. She's an absolute sweetheart and it's nothing against her, but, like I, I get her situation. She's like, "Yo, you're my you're my boyfriend," but it's like you're just in the way at this point, and he needs to clear that up. He does, but that's a continued that's a continued uh, lack of uh, maturity on his side. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then last but not least, jobless reincarnation. Hot damn! Oh my goodness, bro! What an episode. It, it started off pretty funny with her with her plan. Shout out to the princess. The princess is awesome because I thought 
I didn't think she was going to be as. I thought she was going to be a douche, bro. Me too. For some reason. She's great. I ain't trust it. Yeah. Me either. Because it's hard. And that just goes to show how good the show is. Because it's hard to, it's hard to do that with a character who seems so conniving, right? She seems too good, right? Mm-hmm. But in its essence, she's the total opposite. She's like, no, like I'm, I want to help you. You need to do this. Like you should have done this. Well, it is in a benefit of helping me too, because it is getting Rudy on our side. But I also want to do this for you as a friend. Yeah. Do you think that's sincere? So. I find it, and and here's the thing. Here's the reason I find it. This is where this is where the the quagmire of the situation kind of comes in. Episode twelve, job of reincarnation. Sorry. This is where the quagmire of the situation comes in, uh, and it's based off what she said. She said, "Yeah, she, you need to do this. That she wants her to do this. You have to have a plan. You got to talk to him." Um, the issue that I had was the stipulation on this one thing that if you don't confess to him i'm going to make it so you can't talk to him again i love that though i i but that's the thing is i agree with it because it it comes across as like she's trying to push her but it also comes across as like if you can't seal this deal for me cut it you know what i mean that's where you went okay 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 that's it's so so good it's like it's like a double-edged sword because yeah she's saying I want to do this for you. I, and it's almost like it lights a fire under her to do it. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like, you got to do it. You got to do it. It's an ultimatum. But it's also like, if you don't do this, it's a punishment behind it. I know you love him. I know you love that man. You just confess that you loved him and you want to have children with him. And you have these fantasies about this man. This is your childhood love. If you don't do this, you can't never see him again. And this is, and this is why the show is so good because what it did was it, it sparked two different sides of the same conversation because mm-hmm. while you thought that that threat was a little bit a little bit kind of schemy I didn't even think about it that way until you just said it now that you said it I can see that I can see that and I don't think you're I, I can't even say you're wrong or it's, it's wrong period because it does seem that way but my perspective it seemed like it was the best most honorable thing to do in this particular situation agree. because there was no progress being made from quote unquote Fitz's side or from Sylphie's side. So she's like, listen, listen, like this is, I've told you from the jump to just say who you are, you know? And even if he, even if he don't remember you, you, you tell him, Hey, this is who I was, you know, IE like just do it, you know? It, and that's like, that was, and it was special for me. It made me feel like she was actually legit when she did make that threat. That's why it's so right. fucking, it's so good that it's, that you had the complete opposite thought process and it's nowhere near wrong. Like it, nowhere near wrong. That could entirely be the case. And it's fucking, this is Regardless, it gets an answer though. You know what I mean? Yes. So it blew that's my that's mind. the beauty of it is that either way you're going to get an answer. Yes. Um, and it makes the show so special to know that two different sides of the same coin, basically. And it, is, is captivating and then for the plan to be executed as well as it did it worked like it worked exactly how they planned it which is fucking which makes her even more powerful to me and scary as mm-hmm. a princess because she put all that shit together she's like okay this is what you're gonna do after the little story that selfie gave <laughs> like that just that story alone was enough for her to put this plan together and that plan to actually work because from Rudy's perspective he's like you know, something like this happened a long time ago when I was about five or six, exactly like this. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he he said, "Was your name 
And it was just, dude, it was so fucking good. Yeah. It was so good. As as awkward as, as it was at first, it turned out to be so good. And this, this is about to be a weird turn because this is in the show, but this explains why he was able to to cure the ED a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because he, mm-hmm. he had an attraction to her when they were younger, you know? So, intriguing stuff. I feel like this episode was like, and hear me out, because this show is so well put together, I mean this with like the best possible intentions. This episode was almost like intentionally clumsy, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because it, it wasn't like, it didn't feel like they didn't plan this, but it felt like the way that the characters were talking was almost like they didn't know what they were doing in so many cases. And that's real. That's so real for an anime. I, I love this episode. <clears throat> um, man. Yeah, because you, <laughs> cause you think about this fact that, okay, it starts raining. This is all part of her plan. She made it rain, obviously. You you saw it take up, sucks up literally majority of her mana, so she's struggling after that. And mm-hmm. then <laughs> and then uh, Rudy's like, oh, wait a minute. Let me, let me fix that real quick. He goes to fix it. And she then has to readjust it to keep it to keep the rain going. So the rain falls. So yeah. then the rain falls. So then he's in his inner monologue, like, yo, maybe somebody trying to somebody did this on purpose. We need to figure out who it is. While she's sitting there looking around. He's like, ah, oh, maybe she sensed it too. And it's like it's very clumsy. You described it so brilliantly. It's clumsy because it's a bunch of like missed thoughts and and miscused and and just right, right. different shit that you see from two different perspectives that that come when it comes together all makes one hundred percent sense. Beautifully done, man. This episode was beautifully done, and again, wasn't really shit to it. It wasn't, but it was conversation. It was conversation that is actually a lot of shit to it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is which is brilliant, man. It's, it's brilliant, man. It's. It's, culmination of a season and a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All within these, what, four or five episodes or however many however many it's been. So next week is the last episode before uh, the core ends. And then we have the second core. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, the second core is spring. Oh, so far away. Yeah, it's April 2024. So. It's so far away, but again, they got to get their breaks. Funny enough, the studio that does Jobless Reincarnation is a. This is the only thing they've done. They were also a new studio. Um, studios blind, so very intriguing. They do got one other thing, but it's like a, like a slice of life, etchy show that, that is also new that came out in March or no, winter of this year. So they got some other stuff under their belt now, but. Very, 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 very good studio. Um, yeah, but to, to be honest, till like, I can't wait for the rest of this. But you yeah. know what else I can't wait for? What's that? People will to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Polo Bonfly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter, at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. And as always, Mike Mike, Mike Check. check, 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 check. Oh, that was smooth too. Yellow, you was like, that was. You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.